This is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast with Anthony Fasano, session number three. In this session, we are going to help a 32-year-old engineer put together a plan to overcome stagnation in her career and hope to help all of you out there who are stagnant to do the same. Let's do it. Welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, where it's all about helping real engineers to overcome real challenges and get real results. And now for your host, who is on a mission to inspire as many engineers as possible, professional engineer and certified career coach, Anthony Fasano. Hello, everyone. This is Anthony Fasano, and I want to welcome you to the third session of the Engineering Career Coach podcast. And I want to welcome all of you. I want to thank you for listening to my shows and supporting me. I do hope that this show will inspire thousands of engineers all over the world. And today's topic is one that is really a big one. It's a big challenge that a lot of engineers fall into, and that is career stagnation. I know that in my career, because of my supervisor, because of the the setup that we had working, his mentality, I became very stagnant. And that actually inspired me to go to coaching school and inspired me to start to do what I do now. So sometimes stagnation can bring about the opportunity to do great things in your career. And in today's coaching segment coming up in a few minutes, we're going to help a younger engineer really set herself up and put together a plan to overcome stagnation in her career and also build in some more flexibility and benefits into her career. Right, But this is something that unfortunately a lot of engineers fall into. And that's why we're going to focus this show around that. And we'll also, of course, give you, I will give you a career-changing tip at the end of the show, something that you can do right away to start to break stagnation in your career and in your life. All right, so I just want to remind everyone that our website is engineeringcareercoach.com. And I recently finished a comprehensive guide to creating an extraordinary engineering career talks about a lot of things in my book, Engineer Your Own Success, but it also gives you seven video tutorials. And you can find it. It's it's totally free. It's right on our site. And the easiest way to get to it is just to type in engineercareerguide.com and it will take you right to that comprehensive guide. So please be sure to utilize that. All right, so I'm going to start the show now off like I always do with a, a motivational moment and give us a powerful quote to get us going. Then we'll jump into the coaching and then we'll end up with our career changing tip. Right, so let's start it off. Motivational moment. Motivational moment. For today's quote, I selected a quote by John Lennon. It's one that I actually used about a month ago in one of my Monday morning motivators that I send out to engineers around the world. And it was such an awesome quote that I wanted to use it again today. It goes like this When I was five years old, my mother always told me that happiness was the key to life. When I went to school, they asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wrote down happy. They told me I didn't understand the assignment, and I told them they didn't understand life. And once again, that was by John Lennon. I think that's a great quote. And the reason that I wanted to open us up with that quote today before we get into the coaching segment is part of this show, part of the goal of this show is not just to help engineers succeed, but it's to help engineers have the best careers and lives that they can have. Many engineers that I work with in the one-on-one coaching or through my Institute for Engineering Career Development, they become very successful and they climb up the corporate ladder very rapidly. 
And then what happens is they they have a lot of work. They have a lot of responsibilities. So then the next thing that happens is I get another call or email from them saying, Anthony, I've advanced a lot now, but now I'm overwhelmed and I don't have time for family life and there's no work-life balance. And so when you do your career and lifestyle design, you want to try to take all of that into account. You want to build flexibility into your career so you can do the things you want to do and kind of have the life you want to have. And ultimately, you want to be happy. And that's something that I want all of you to think about as you go through your engineering career, as you listen to this podcast, as you read my blog or other articles on engineering career development or or just personal development. It's not just about getting to the top of the corporate ladder. It's about having a very happy, enjoyable career in life. And that's why I love working with engineers because you talk about solving problems. That's a that's a huge, you know, you want to call it a problem or a challenge, but that's a huge challenge that a lot of engineers have. How can I be successful to the point where I'm doing very well at work, but I'm also having a life outside of work? That's something that I hope to help many engineers tackle in their careers. And I hope that this quote helps you to kind of maintain that thought process in your mind. With that, let's get into our coaching call and start helping an engineer who's out there right now struggling in her career. And I hope that some of the thoughts, recommendations shared in this show will help you. And for those of you that are commuting or you're not at your desk right now listening to the show, all of the show notes for the show will be on our website, engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash session three. So we'll summarize the show and we'll list any resources that we listed in the show. It's goat time. All right, now it's time for our coaching segment of the show. And today my guest is Daniela from Virginia. She is a land surveyor and civil engineer, um, graduated in 2007. She's 32 years old. And her biggest challenge is that she doesn't feel that she's being utilized for the skills that she has. And, and I think that that's a challenge that a lot of engineers face. They feel like they're being underutilized. And I think that that's a great, a great topic for us to discuss today. Um, what I'd like to do is just read you a portion of Daniela's application for the show before we get started here, before I bring her on so you can understand um, exactly where she's coming from. I've been working in the engineering field for about 11 years. I have a lot of experience. Uh, but not so much experience in the areas that I would like to due to always being stuck in the same type of work. I have three degrees and I'm currently pursuing my fourth, which comes with a considerable amount of research and projects that I could potentially use, um, but was disregarded in my current workplace. I did not go to school to become an AutoCAD technician. I wanted to do design work, but somehow it seems my title for the last 11 years, with the exception of a two-year PM role, has been CAD drafter. I am now thinking of pursuing different careers in project management, but I am very scared as to where to start, how to begin, and most especially, will I get stuck back in the niche of drafting again once a company f- hires me and finds out that I can do it? And I should also mention that Daniela's master's degrees are she has an MBA, um, she has an MS in geotechnical engineering, and is pursuing a, a master's in engineering management. So, with that, I want to say hi, Daniela. Welcome to the show. I thank you for having me on. Oh, absolutely. And I want to tell you, first of all, congratulations. You've accomplished um, an awful lot by the age of 32. I congratulate you for that. Oh, thanks. Um, So I understand your challenge, and I certainly want to work with you here to help you move forward on it a little bit. And I think that it's a challenge that a lot of engineers fall into where, you know, you develop a lot of skills, whether it's through um, schooling and both experience. 
Um, and then unfortunately the skills are not always used and you can get pigeonholed into doing something that you, you don't want to do. So, so before we get into it, um, specifically, let's talk a little bit about some of your goals. I mean, you have, you're working on your third master's degree, um, the MBA, the MS in engineering and the MEM. Um, I'm assuming that, you know, you're doing those things cause you have certain goals in your career. So tell me about some of your goals as an engineer. Well, I want to get my PE. And I probably want to get my um, PMB, and I might, because it's becoming more of a necessity, is get lead certified. Okay. Now tell me, beyond those certifications, where do you want to be in your career as far as, you know, in a few years from now? What do you, what, if I were to tell you, you know, um, you, or what would it take for you to say to me, I'm doing this and I'm happy in my career? What are the things that you want to be doing as an engineer? I want to have more of a project management role and more of a design role instead of being stuck doing just work that's uh, redundant, just drawing lines over and over again. Okay. That makes a lot of sense to me, especially as an engineer myself. So tell me, Tell me why. You know, what's the why there for you? Why do you want to do project management role design? What is it about it that drives you? Why do you want to do that? For the project management role, I just like the, um, just from the one time that I had that huge job where I got to do global work, I worked with an Italian firm and I worked with firms from five other states. It was just a huge job and I did a really good job on it. And I really enjoyed it, just having to work with all the different people and staying organized and having to get people. Yeah, it's fine. No, take your time. I mean, this is an, this is an important question. And for those of you out there listening, um, this is a question that you always want to ask yourself when you think about your goals. And I, I probably mentioned this on almost every show. Um, when you think about um, your goals and the things you want to accomplish in your career, you always need to ask yourself why, because the why is really what's going to tell you um, you know, your reasoning for chasing something, your reason for doing doing something. Um, and what we can hear from Daniela here is that she had a, a great experience as a P, as a project manager with a, with a good company. She learned a lot. She enjoyed working with people. So that's led her to realize that that's something that she wants to do more in her career. Is that right, Daniela? Yes, that's correct. Okay. All right. So that's good. That tells me that you have a very strong why, which is great. And I can also see that... Um, your master's in engineering management makes a lot of sense to me based on your goal of getting involved as a project manager and having big project manager roles. Um, it would make sense to get a master's in engineering management. So that's something that I, I certainly commend you on as well. A lot of engineers out there, and I know some of you that are probably listening might be in this position, are either pursuing a master's or considering pursuing some kind of master's, but you know, it's not necessarily helping them in their, towards their career goals. All right. So if Daniela was telling me right now that she's going for a PhD in engineering and she wanted to become a project manager, then I would tell her, you know, that's probably not going to help you. Um, but, but in this case, it's a good thing because it is helping her. So, so, all right. So that I'm happy to hear. So now that we understand kind of Daniela's goals, where she wants to go in her career, and, we, and we've learned a lot about her, let's, let's try to address this issue of um, you getting utilized for the skills that, that, that you have, Daniela, because you do have skills, you do have experience, you do have uh, knowledge from the courses and the, and the degrees that you've earned. 
So let's talk a little bit about this. Um, in your current role, have you made it clear to the company that you want to take on these types of responsibilities? I have. Um, originally, I was signed on as a uh, subcontractor, so uh, because they weren't sure they would have enough work due to the economy. And then after I worked there for a year, I had a meeting with them and said, you know, these are my goals. I would, I want to mentor. I want to be able to do more design work. I have some project management jobs. And they said, oh, okay, we'll do all that. And made me a full-time employee because they wanted someone who would be there and be able to do everything. But, you know, I still am stuck in the position of just doing everybody's dirty work. And that was two, three years ago you had that conversation? Correct. All right. So what I would recommend, Daniela, is um, I would recommend that you initiate another conversation with them, but I, but I recommend that you prepare well beforehand, and I'll, I'll, we'll talk about that right now, some preparation. Um, the one thing that you have going is you, you obviously have a wonderful resume here. You've had some varied experience over the last few years. You do have some experience in different areas, which I think is always a good thing, especially in the civil world, because a lot of projects involve a lot of different things. Um, so if I'm looking at you as a project manager, I'm saying to myself, okay, Daniela has, um, she has surveying experience, which is great. That's usually the first part of a project. She's got her geotech experience. She's got the MBA and the master's of engineering management. So she's got all this stuff going for her as a project manager, which is great. And I think that's something that you need to bring to the table when you have a talk with them. You need to make it clear to them that, you know, I have a lot of experience to put me in a perfect position to become a project manager. Um, and I've already been a project manager for a few years in another role and I was successful at it. And, and I'm very interested in taking on more responsibility um, in this role. And, and I wouldn't just say it like that. I would ask them for some, some dates. You know, I would like, I would say something to the degree of, you know, this is something I'm tr truly passionate about. I'm wondering from you, what kind of a time frame can I expect to get more involved with this? Because it's something I really want to do. And I would have that open conversation with them and I would, you know, see what the feedback is. I mean, you should be able to tell right there if they're serious about it or not. And if they give you some kind of timeline, whether it's six months or a year, then at least you know for yourself that you're going to have a clear decision on when you need to make the next move in your career. So, for example, if they tell you that you're going to see some results in six months and you're not there, then six months from now, um, you're going to be able to say to yourself, you know, I've got to make a move. You know, I've got to make a transition because, you know, the, the show, you know, this show is not just about obviously telling people the solution is to go work for another company because, you know, anyone could do that. You know, my, my philosophy is let's get to the bottom of your goals. Let's see what's going to help you. And if, if you can become a project manager at this position in the next six months to a year, then obviously, you know, that's getting you to where you want to go. But the question becomes is we can't just hope that that's going to happen. We need to try to make that happen. You, you, you understand where I'm going with this? Yes. How comfortable are you having a conversation with them about that? Well, I mean, at this point, I'm ready to move on anyway. So if I can give them a timeline, I think that that would give me more time to prepare what I need to do as well as far as researching other companies, just to have a backup plan. But the thing is, is that it's a small firm. It's like six people. Okay. 
I don't really have a lot of faith, I guess. You don't have a lot of faith that it's going to happen. You think you're going to keep falling into the same role. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good thing. And let me tell you why. The fact that you've already mentally decided that it's over here, um, you know, in a sense, that kind of means that we're playing a little bit with, uh, as they would say, house money. In other words, you know, you're already expecting this to be over. So you can, you have a lot of flexibility and leeway here to go in there and have an open and honest conversation with them because the worst thing that could happen is it could end. The, 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 the position could end. And, and in your mind, you've already said to yourself, this is over anyway. I'm not going to be staying here. Okay. Right. So in that case, that makes it even easier to put together a very strong, a very strong case for yourself to become project manager. Okay. Be prepared, have a, di- have a conversation with your supervisor, your boss. If you can get out to lunch with them and get out of the office, it's even better. Um, and I would say to them, listen, I've accumulated all these skills, all these different experiences, and even some of these degrees that I think are very helpful in, in towards being a project manager. I really want this kind of work, and I really want to do it soon. Right. Is, is there any possible way that can happen? And if so, how soon can it happen? And then if they say, all right, well, we think we can get you the work in six months, then what you say to them is, that's great. I'm really looking forward to it. Is it okay if I plan on having another sit down with you in about six months to review the progress? Okay. All right. And if they say, yeah, absolutely, then six months goes by. You can do your research. You can get your plan B ready. And then you sit down with your supervisor in six months. If it's happening and there's transition going, then great. Then you're on the right track. You can talk to your supervisor about how it's going and how you want to continue to increase these responsibilities. If it's not happening, then you 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 know then that's kind of the final call. You just say, you know, I haven't seen anything yet. What are what is your thoughts? You know, where am I going here? And you see what they say. But either way, if that's the case, you know, you'll have your plan B ready to exercise at that time. Right. Okay. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings on that? Yeah, I can do that. I I see. Frankly, I was just ready to start looking this month. So if I can go to them this weekend and have a sit-down meeting and talk about my goals again and show them my projects and say, here, this is what I can do. This is what I have done. You know, this is what I can bring to your company. We can do a lot more and then see where it goes from there. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line is that and I, I, I don't, I don't want to stop you either from going to look right away for another job. I think you should do that. And if you find one that's going to bring you closer to your goal of being a project manager immediately, then it's certainly something that you have to strongly consider. But, but the job market right now is not at its peak. Right. So, so if I were you, I would go in there next week, you know, prepped and ready to have the conversation we just discussed. And in the background, you're get you're looking for other jobs. You're looking for other opportunities. This way, you're keeping things going on both tracks for yourself. And both tracks are still hoping to help you to get to your goal of being a project manager. Right. Okay. All right. That's the big, big key. And for all you listening out there, big key to being successful in your engineering career is having a lot of flexibility. So what we're doing for Daniela is we're building some flexibility into her next six months in her efforts to get closer to her goals. We're trying to give her different options and different avenues to do it. Option A is obviously the possibility of doing it with her company that she's worked for. And, you know, she doesn't think it's the best option, but it's still certainly an option. And then option B would be to go out there and find a better fit uh, with a company that's going to hopefully utilize her skills right away um, and allow her to take on that project management role immediately and be successful and enjoy it. 
And that's, you know, and that's what we're doing here. And and one of the main lessons that I want everybody listening to take out of today's show is the idea of flexibility. You've got to give yourself flexibility. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. And if Daniela were to, you know, start looking for the job and something were to happen in her job and she lost her job, then she might be looking for a job for a long time. But by going to her company and committing again to it and looking for more responsibilities, if anything, it might just buy her another six months or it might make something happen. So this is something that I want everybody to um, everyone to think about in their careers. Um, Danielle, is there any other questions that you have today on, on this topic uh, that I can try to help you with? As far as um, f- finding a mentor to do my PE work, I've found that that's also a struggle with um, a small company. I guess I could go that, to them with the same sort of timeline with that as well. Well, what I would do if I were you, honestly, if you wanted to find a mentor, I would try to go through either a local professional association um, or I have some other avenues that I can talk to you about and, and send some resources to you for doing. Because one of the things you got to be careful about with a mentor, and this is important for all of you out there listening, especially for those of you listening in um, smaller, smaller companies, is if you have a mentor within the company, Sometimes in order to be successful in, with a mentor, you have to be able to you have to be able to be totally open and honest with them. Okay. okay? So in your situation, that could be a little difficult to do because one of the biggest things that's hindering your career development is the company, correct? Right. Yes. So that's why for you, regardless, I would recommend getting a mentor outside of the company. And actually what we're gonna do is a couple of shows from now, I'm going to have an engineer come on and we're going to strictly talk about how to find a mentor, um, how to get the best mentor. So I can also refer you to that show and um, and I'll send you some other resources on that. Okay, great. All right. Well, I want to thank you, Daniela, for being here with us today. I hope it was helpful for you and I hope that you can start to utilize the skills that you have and, and reach your goal of becoming a project manager. All right. Well, thank you for all your advice. I appreciate it. Career Changing tip. Okay, everyone, today's career-changing tip is very simple. In the next 24 hours, I challenge you to do something that you usually don't do in your daily routine, whether it's career-related or personal. For example, let's say that you drive your car to work every day, but it's feasible to bike, then bike to work. Let's say that you never listen to audiobooks. Listen to an audiobook on your ride to work in the morning, tomorrow. The reason for this is because in order to break stagnation, you need to be able to change in your career. And change is a very difficult thing. And the only way to do it is to start to change. Start to change right away. Do something that you never thought you would have done in your career. If you bring lunch to work every day, go out to lunch tomorrow. If you never walk on a daily basis, at lunch tomorrow or today, go out for a half an hour walk. Do something different. What happens with stagnation is you get into a pattern or habits, patterns, habits, however you want to think about it in your career, and you do the same thing every day, and that's what causes stagnation. Now, part of it may be your company, your supervisor, uh, different situations that you're in, but the bottom line, too, is that you get used to it and you get comfortable in it. So what I want you, what I'm trying to help you to do through this show today is break it. Break the patterns, break the habits. One of the things I've been doing in my life personally is I've been trying to go through this 
personal development journey, I guess you can call it, of doing this exercise called A Year Without. I was inspired by the zenhabits.net blog written by Leo Babauta, and he came up with this idea of giving up one thing each month over the course of a year. So, so far, my first month, I gave up TV completely, and the second month, I gave up sugar. And the point is, is that when you focus on a change like that every day, it's a lot easier to accomplish it. So I want you to just start off with one day and something very easy for a day. And I want you to try to use that to develop new habits in your career, new habits in your life, and overcome any stagnation that you have in your engineering career and in your life. And if you do that, I promise you it's the first step and it'll be hard. But if you can do that, then you can start to make some serious changes in your career and life and you can create that extraordinary engineering career. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. And I want to remind you that if you go to engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash free gift, you can download the, a list of the three top resources that I use to help me become a partner at an engineering firm in the age of 27. And I hope you enjoy it and I hope it helps you to do the same. Until next time, everyone, this is Anthony Fasano signing off. Thank you for listening to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast with Anthony Fasano. Transforming engineering career development, one engineer at a time. For tons of free engineering career resources, visit www.engineeringcareercoach.com.